How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. In today's episode, we have returning guest, Justin Groth. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about sort of being a bro in the gym and checking that ego at the door. A lot of times on social media, we'll see people out there who want to shout out gains or shout out PR, but the form is just messed up. Now, we're not out here to try to be the form police or anything like that, but we sort of dive into maybe what the mentality might be behind people who might want to push weight that they might not be ready to push, or they might not be able to push successfully. So again, to preface this episode, this episode is rated E for explicit. If you're sensitive to things like adult language, you might want to go ahead and pass pass on this episode. We have plenty of other ones that are ready for you guys to listen to. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. talking a little bit about fitness in high school or on the high school athletic level. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you train anybody who's either in high school or maybe out of high school and things like that. But um, what do you think that, that I guess, should the high school training level be as important as it is like on the college level? Because on the college level, they have an entire team Mm -hmm. of people. And I think that they want the best for their athletes. Whereas on the high school level, I think they want to get the most out of their athletes. I mean, it depends on what kind of coach you're going to hire. How much money do you have to hire what kind of coach? You know, so if you hire a coach that's good, he's going to probably be expensive. And most high schools don't have the budget to pay for that, whereas colleges do. And if you hire, and the reason why I talk about the coach is because that's how these kids are getting trained. So if the coach is good at what he does, integral at, at, uh, biomechanics, et cetera, then he's going to teach great recruitment patterns, right? He's going to, he's not going to, he's not going to, he's going to care if they're deadlifting wrong or if they're, comp- if they're using compensatory patterns to lift the weight. Yeah. Whereas a shittier coach or a coach that is doing it pro bono. <laughs> maybe doesn't or the have, PE teacher who or the needs, PE, you know, doesn't have an extensive physical, uh, physical background or physical, uh, education. Yeah. Is not going to maybe have an eye, a trained eye for those things and, or is not going to care, you know, as long as kids aren't getting hurt. Yeah. But what's, what should be looked at and, and more respected is the fall to recruitment patterns that the kids are, are going to in, ingrain in their nervous system and they're going to ingrain poor habits. So when they go lift on their own in the gym or with their buddies or whatever, uh, and then so on and so forth through, through college, they're going to have these faulty recruitment patterns and that's going to develop imbalances, poor posture that could lead to injuries. And that's one of the things that you pointed out in our, in a workout that we had together was, uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if my heel was rolling or my ankle was caving or well, my mm-hmm. knees were definitely coming in on my, on my back squat. And ultimately it, it translates to a loss of power out of the hole. Yeah. And it, as I continue to load weight onto the bar, can result in much more serious injuries down the road. So staying humble, you know, I, I dropped the weight. I focus on my, on my, um, proper form, but why do you think that is then? Because I do see it. I, I put a post on my Instagram sort of pointing that, that same story out. And I, I see people though, and they're like, 
squatting 315 heels straight lifting off of the ground mm-hmm. like it's blatantly obvious and i'm not trying to be like the form police but <laughs> i mean what's up with that why are I guess why do some people not have it in their in their minds to then want to rank it back and say, "Hey, you, like you you're gonna mess yourself." Let me stop up. you there. It's fucking <laughs> ego. Yeah, it's fucking ego because they want to lift a crazy amount of weight that they feel, or they they see somebody lifting that same amount of weight. That they're like, "Well, I could, I'm as big as that person. All right, I should be able to lift that too." And they do whatever they can to get that weight up. And that's going to – if they're not strong in those hip structures, ankles, ankle, ankle muscles, et cetera, not just quads and hamstrings and glutes, but if they're not strong and stable in those hip structures, they're going to use everything they can. Their, I'm sorry. Their brain is going to tell their muscles to use everything they can in areas that maybe shouldn't be having that kind of load on those – on those stabilizer muscles, those smaller muscles. Yeah. Just to get the weight up because it's a stress that the body doesn't want to go through. So your body only cares, your nervous system is going to care about how your spine is, if it's compromised or not. If your spine goes, lights out, right? Not only lights out, but I mean, you're, you're pretty much done. Yeah. So the spine is very, very important to the body, just like the organs are. And the body is, the brain is going to protect the spine. That's the nervous system. So it's going to do everything it can to keep its spine correct and correct alignment. Even if you're rounding, you're creating flexion through the spine, it's going to use muscles to compensate through that load, to bring that load back up because it doesn't want the spine to crack or break. And so... When, when guys at the gym, they're lifting too much weight, clearly, even if they've had good training or they have a person that knows what they're talking about, tell them, look, this is how we squat. And it starts from the very beginning. Nothing is going to outweigh or supersede their ego. Nothing. And especially not if a pretty girl's right next door. <laughs> especially not that. If that girl's right next to them watching them squat or squatting with, you know, on the, on, the, on, the, on the other side of them. Yeah. What's going to be more important is that they show up and show out apart from actually working the muscles that they're trying to work. Yeah. So we talked, when your issue, there's a, there's a trivial amount of pronation in your ankle, right? And... It was just a simple fix. Now, some people have chronic pronation of the foot, and, and, and in that regard, there are, other, there are other structures that need to be looked at and strengthened and, and you know, fascial release, et cetera, et cetera. But yours was an easy fix because it was just pronating at the bottom end of the motion where your hips maybe went a little too low, where we were, we were requiring a little bit too much depth, and the knees were staying narrow. So if we open up those knees, we stop the depth at just right below parallel, where you were going a little bit more than parallel. Yeah. But if we stop the depth right, just maybe an inch or two be- right at parallel, right before that butt was massively winking, we call it that wink, right? Where the yeah. tailbone or the sacrum drops under. We stop it there. We stop before there. I'm sorry, we stop before there. And we keep the knees trailing in line with the toes. We can just extrinsically cue that to stop happening, right? But when you're all about the weight 
and you're all about the load, and you're taught ass to grass, even without the mobility and the stability through the hips to attain ass to grass, right? Yeah. Then you're only going to do what you know, which is load up the fucking bar and drop my ass to the ground, and I'll think about getting up when I get down there. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what you're seeing with guys at the gym when when they're squatting that way. And that and that goes for deadlift, that goes for bench press, all that shit, man. And well, how you yeah, you did mention, you know, don't drop all the way down. Don't do an ass to grass, don't drop down, get and try to get all the way. And let me clear the bottom. Ass to grass is fine if you have the mobility and stability in your hips to promote that depth. Yeah. If you don't, you don't have any you don't have any reason to go that low. And it, it, you don't have any um, sort of I'm gonna go for. You just don't need to go that low. I, I, I'm. It's it's not prevalent for you to go that low to get the most muscle recruitment in the hamstrings, glutes, and quads. Yeah. And everybody's and, pattern looks. I'm sorry. Everybody's squat depth looks a little bit different. There's not one 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 um, squat depth that fits all. You know. And so squatting past slightly parallel and not going ass to grass. I did do a video um, the other day. The the first one was to to show the pronating of the heel, and then the second one I ended up putting too much of a caption, so I didn't really show my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, I digress with that one. Um, but I did notice like a significant amount of strength in coming back up because everything was in line, mm-hmm. and when everything is in line, you have the most amount of strength to push it back up. So because, well, you said mine was so minor, what are some of the things that people can think about doing or should probably introduce to their workout, whether, I don't know, maybe yoga or something like that, in order to increase their mobility or increase strength with the squat? It all depends on, that's a loaded question too, because it really all depends on the person's debilitations or setbacks. You know, so uh, a common thing that I see with folks is, hamstring tightness and uh, glute amnesia. And, and a lot of times because people are sitting on their butts all day and they're not active and they're doing this for six, seven, eight hours a day. And when they come here for the workout, those things are not the firing like they should. One, the glutes not firing like they should and the hamstrings are shortened. So it's limiting the depth of their squat or of their hip hinge or whatever. And, you know, if, if we're going through any kind of axial loading or anything that's on the place on the back of our, uh, back of our spine here, we, again, the brain only wants to save the spine, right? It wants to save the nervous system. So we're going to go through these compensatory patterns to, to recruit new muscles, maybe muscles that shouldn't be recruited and take the stress off the prime movers because they're not that strong to accommodate that 315 or that 225. But all in doing so, there, there requires energy leaks, right? Because a pronation of the foot is an energy leak because that is going to cause a valgus to the knee. That's an energy leak. We can't be strong in the hip structure through the concentric if we're weak in the hips, right? Which is what you noticed and was paramount to you when you went a little bit, long, or a little bit shorter in the depth and you... Sp- 
I like to sh- use a, use the cube, no, it's sick or gross or whatever. Show the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show the crotch. But that keeps the knees in line with the toes. And yeah. it also helps to use recruit more glute medius. And glute medius is going to be a, a, obviously used for external rotation of the hip. And that's going to be a huge proponent in gathering strength through the hip structures. But if those things are, are, are not called into action or they're weak, there's an energy leak. And when there's energy leaks, there's a loss of power. And then sometimes, depending on the load, that can cause the compensatory patterns of the, of, and recruiting do muscles that shouldn't be recruited. Yeah. And taking the, the brunt and the load off of the prime movers. And then we might get injury, you know? Because maybe in a, in, a body bu- in a bodybuilding sense, when you're doing sets of 10 and stuff like that, that fatigue on those last three sets within proper form can cause that injury that those knees to cave and uh, essentially, you know, blow out your knee. But even faster than that, I would imagine is when you're uh, trying to, when you're going in as a power lifter for like a one rep max day and you're, you know, you're taking the entire day and you're, you're trying to find, okay, where's my one rep max at? I mean, your whole body is taxed and has to be on point throughout that entire movement because well, that is your one rep max or you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And if anything is out of line, well, then the whole thing, like like a like a tower of Jenga blocks, is just mm-hmm. going to come crumbling down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that definitely working on those on those weak points, it was definitely something that, that helped me through that last workout for sure. And I added it to this last leg day. And like I mentioned before, I mean, this last leg day was just a tremendous leg day uh, compared to the day before when I was just like so out of it mentally and just drained, but I'm glad you listened to your body, man. You trained instinctively that day. You know, you, you were like, you were talking to me off camera. You went in and you did some, some list training or low intensity steady state work, uh, cardio. That was the best thing you could have done for your, probably for your, on the systemic end for your body, because you were already drained from being sleep deprived the day before. And then you walked in and you just didn't have that same neural attention, uh, to give the weights. So you, instead of leaving, you still made something out of that day. The best thing you could have done. That's the best thing you could have done, man. And then you came back and what recharged you was that day of rest. Yeah. And that recharged your nervous system. So now you were firing on all cylinders. Yeah. That's we had a good day, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I killed that leg day for sure. Absolutely. That, that chest day though, I was like, oh man, like I think I was going to do like maybe 80 pound dumbbells for my incline bench press and they they could have been like 125 pound dumbbells. Like seriously, That's what they, they, felt like, they, huh? they felt like that. I was like, what the heck? Like mm-hmm. when you're running on the on the, on the soft sand or something like that, mm-hmm. it's like this just doesn't feel right. This feels like I'm I'm living in slow motion right now. And that's a smart lift to try to identify that, man. You know, that's 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 very wise, smart of you. Some people will just power through that workout, and they'll leave the gym feeling more drained and then feeling like, man, I still didn't get a good workout, you know? Yeah. But there's never a day that's a bad workout. Let's just, let's just put that out them on the map. There's never a time that you're going to go in the gym. That was a bad workout because it was a workout. You, you actually did some exercising, which is by far the best thing you can do for your body that eating right, drinking water. I always talk about those, those three things that are paramount, right? That, and then obviously having a regular sleep cycle. If you want to be your best, doing those four things are going to make you your best. I mean, that's, that's super, super important. But they're often overlooked because it's just, they, we confuse exercising with getting, a, with vanity, getting a good body, you yeah. know, 
Exercise is fucking medicine, and we all need that medicine. Everybody, everybody on earth should be exercising. Everybody. Not just the people that want to look good naked. Everybody. And then, obviously, regular sleep cycles, eating nutritious, nutrient-dense foods that have value for our bodies, and then drinking water. Water's life, too. (laughs) Coffee's life. (laughs) But water's life. Oh, man. No, I mean, coffee... I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm on that coffee tip for sure. Absolutely. After my wife and I, we took a trip to Costa Rica. Uh, not Costa Rica, sorry. The Dominican. Okay. Where they're like laying out beans like out in the out oh. in the sun. Like it was legit. Like this is <laughs> real Dominican coffee. Right. And we're there and we're drinking it and it's like, this is was amazing. Was it that much different? It was. Really? I mean, because you're getting it from the source. It wasn't even packaged or anything and uh-huh. shipped overseas or on an airplane to get some of that high altitude oxygenation yep. going on. Like this was like right out of the, the cocoa bean plant. Oh, man. And, then, and the lady, she's like, yeah, here, take some beans. And it was probably hands down some of the best coffee That's awesome, I'd man. ever had. That's awesome. I envy <laughs> that very much. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool. We went there for a honeymoon, but we ended up getting rained out like, I want to say three out of the five days we were there. Oh, man. But still, it was tropical rain, so it wasn't like... Oh, that's good. Oh, so good. it was like warm. Yeah. But yeah, even then, vacationing was good stuff. Yeah. It, it was pretty cool because the uh, hotel that we had gone to, they had like a full... They had a full-on gym there. And it, it looked like... I mean, kind of like yours in the sense that they had the squat rack. Most hotels that you'll go to, it's like yeah, they, they got like three ellipticals. Mm-hmm. And a lap and, pull-down machine and yeah. dumbbells up to 50. Yeah, and that's it. Like, bare bones. Like, this is Senior Citizen Workout Center. And that's then, cool. That's legit, man. Yeah, they had the full-on thing. And I, I went in there, and I was like, yeah, I'll get a workout in. But then my wife's like, this is our honeymoon. Like, you should the chill. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm with your wife. I stepped in there. I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, you know, she's right. I'm just going to go lay out on the beach and just mm-hmm. get in that. Like, no, there's nothing like tropical water. Like, living here in this area is great. I think that, you know, the, having the ocean just like a stone throw away is is perfect with these hot days that we've had recently. Mm. But there's something about it, like that tropical water. Like, you get in and it's almost body temperature. And you don't even feel like you're in yeah. the water. Yeah. But then it's also kind of freaky because there's fish. I mean, they are <laughs> tropical fish. You can see. Yeah, in you the can water. see them. Yeah. Yeah, I would, that would freak me out. Too. <laughs> I don't want to see what's underneath. Me. Even though I do, I don't, you know? Yeah, because the water, it's it's pretty clear too. And so like you go into like an aquarium store or something like that, or even in the, the aquarium section of Walmart, and you see those like really cool yellow looking fish. Yeah. Like they're there and they're swimming around you and like oh, through your legs that. and around no. your fingers and stuff. Fuck that. Can't do that. <laughs> I got I got Ever since seeing Jaws since a little kid, it's hard for me to go to the beach. It's still hard for me to go in the water. I don't know how surfers do it because I feel like every time I'm in the water, I'm in, if I'm up to waistline, I'm gonna get eaten by a shark. Like there's <laughs> there's there's definitely a shark within yards of me right now that's gonna that's that's coming for me, and I can't see. Uh, I gotta get out of the water. Well, now. that's what's crazy too because here, I mean, the water's so murky, and that wasn't it like a couple years back there was a lady she was just paddleboarding. Yeah, and, she got and yeah she got eaten shark. by a shark. Yeah, well not literally eaten but yeah. she got bit and yeah. it was a fatal bite yeah and it's like that's that's here and there's like some dudes up in santa barbara that happened to they like decided to leave class to go catch some waves for a little bit in between and one of them never made it back i don't know how surfers do it man 
I just, you know, you're in, I mean, they're doing what they love. And if they, and if they, if they go, they go, I get it. And that's their, that's their lot in life. And that's, you know, a lot of times that's what they say, or that's how they, they approach the situation. But man, I just, you know, you're swimming in someone else's territory, you know, and it's, and it's, it's nothing for them to, to do that. That's their, it's an instinct. You know, they think you're a, a, a seal, you know, yeah. from your surfboard or your paddleboard or whatever. I just couldn't do it. I just. <laughs> I tried, it. uh, I tried boogie boarding once. Um, I went out with Justin. Remember, uh, I don't, I always forget what last name he goes by if it's Spawn or Eslin. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, sure. he was like, Hey man, let's go boogie boarding. I was like, I don't have a boogie board. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll get one. <laughs> And then I was like, well, we go there. Like, I'm thinking he's lying. And sure enough, he turns up. He's got two boogie boards. Oh, my god! I'm like, dude, I don't even got any any trunks. Right. Just go in your boxers. Don't even worry about it. Oh, I was like, god. fine, let's go. How old the, are you? I mean, well, we were in high school. so yeah, That's why you did it. <laughs> if, you were, if it was you now, you'd be like, nope, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, we go out there and it's like, you know, the beach was relatively empty. It was a weekday. And... um. I got that first like mouthful of ocean water and I was like, nope, I'm done. Like I can't, ha- that's like the level of salt concentrate in that ocean water yeah. is so intense it's heavy. that it was like with me the rest of the day. I was like, everything yeah. tastes like the ocean right now. <laughs> you got to shower immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you got to loop of that shit off immediately. <laughs> and, yeah. And then he leaves me hanging. He's like, yeah, you know, I only brought one towel. So <laughs> oh my gosh. what a dick. Oh my gosh. That's what friends are for, I guess. Yeah, but I'm yeah. so I'm riding home, you know, I got the underwear hanging out the window, just <laughs> kind of trying to man. air dry. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. But yeah, man, I mean, just some of the things some of the things you do when you're younger. Yeah. I remember um I was telling my wife, because it's so crazy, you know, like raising kids now and thinking there was a day that, you know, I don't condone this for anybody listening, but we ditched school. And we went to Pismo, to the mm-hmm. pier. Yeah. And it must have been like maybe six of us. And I don't know how we got it in our heads that it's like, hey, why don't we see who could walk on the railing? And then it's like, okay, let's see who can jump across the railing. And then it's like, hey, who can jump into the ocean and swim back? And the reason I think back on that now is because recently, maybe it was last year, there was somebody that turned up like on the coastline. Oh, really? And it was because the current had taken them away. They jumped off the pier and the current oh, just man. took them. And it's like that. how, you know, because we're on this like ocean topic and all, but how humble you have to be in the face of like something like the ocean, as yeah. powerful as the ocean. Absolutely, man. Because it can wipe you out. Wipe you out, literally. That's why I don't fuck with it. That's why I stay on land. And I just I just lift weights on land. I'm safe. I'm pretty safe there. Unless some lion or bear charges me. Well, that's a different story, right? <laughs> so the ocean is a no-go, but you probably go on safari. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. What's up with food for less at night? I mean I don't, I don't fuck with food for less. <laughs> Food for less is too is too big for me, man, and I don't like the layout and I just don't I don't go there. I ask only because my wife when we were in the hospital 
and like waiting for our daughter to to arrive. Yeah. That um, she sent me out to get some provisions for for grandma and our son at the house, and so I go into food for less, and I mean it's twenty four hours. Uh, a strange thing to see in this town. You would think you'd find something yeah. like that in Santa Maria for sure. Yeah. Uh, which there are, but it's just a different crowd of people. Like when the sun goes down, it's like yeah. a different crowd of people that come no, absolutely, out. Absolutely, man. Because everybody that follows agendas and such and has routines like look dude those are the people that are organized and they probably that organization leads to success and they're understanding that if they're if they're not doing those things that they're probably not going to be the best self right so you're not going to find someone that and i hate to say it like this but has no, nah, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. We're on. We're we're live and yeah. shit. So I, you're not gonna. I feel like people that have like agendas and and routines and such. They're you're not gonna see them unless it's an emergency. Out eleven, twelve at night, one at night. Yeah. Food for less, man. I mean, they're in bed. You know. Yeah, I would imagine like maybe maybe you're nurse or your doctor who's getting off a late shift or something like that that but could be and and i didn't even think about that so yeah. i shouldn't that's why i didn't say anything <laughs> good reason <laughs> shit <laughs> oh man and then the whip today you got a uh, a bird had their I got, eyes i got sprayed oh my gosh they had their eyes set on you they're like that one right there. And that check, one looks like yeah. it's clean. And check this out. I was gonna go off of a different off, off ramp, but I was like, <laughs> "Nah, I'm gonna keep on the freeway." And I kept on the freeway, and that's exactly when I got sprayed, man. If I had taken an off ramp, I wouldn't have been sprayed, and I would, I would, I would have still had a clean ride. And now my my shit is demolished <laughs> with bird shit on the windshield, and I have. I have to get it off, man. It's, it's crazy. I can't. I can't. I can't be looking out of my windshield. You know that feeling, and feeling and looking at shit. I mean, it's hard enough looking at bugs because I mean, in this area, some of these back roads you go on, and it's like, gosh, dang. Yeah. Like you're hitting, like you're committing genocide against bugs. Like they're just all over the front of your car. Yes. But yeah, the birds out here in this area, it's ridiculous. I remember going to going to high school and. That like the seagulls would be coming in, they knew what time feeding time oh, yeah. was, oh, yeah. and they would just be dropping bombs yeah, on you on know people. innocent students. <laughs> yeah, man. You, and and I luckily I never got hit in high school. I never. Yeah, got I never. Hit, I man. never did either. I, I was fortunate. Them. But I saw people get hit. Oh yeah, and <laughs> it ruins your day. It ruins yeah. your day, man. You got to change your clothes. You got to. I mean, depending on how how hard you got hit, but I mean, that was somebody they got. They ate it. They looked up. Smiling. Are you serious? Yeah. And I caught that. I saw that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was a female. She was like, yeah, she looked up. It was our freshman year. We were at high school. You know what? She probably deserved it. <laughs> she probably did some <laughs> fucked up shit or bowling that day. And she deserved that shit in her mouth. She deserved it. It was just karma right there. It was just karma. the universe. I guarantee you, she was a bully or something, and she had just like stole someone's lunch money. You know, God's like, you know what? Shit, bird shit in your mouth right now. I know, because that's just such an intense thing to have happen. Like, yeah, I remember you'd, you'd see people would be on their backpack or on their shoulders or whatever. But I mean, that specific, like, that's a pretty 
you got to time that just right. What yeah. coincidence that's going to happen? No, <laughs> that was predestined. That was predestined. God told her to lift her head, open her mouth at the time that that bird shit was coming. Because she's probably a bully and she deserved it. Oh, dang. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> so on that note, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast again. I think we got some really good stuff here today. Again, where can people find you on your Instagram? Fitness Extraordinary, one word. And you can slide in the DM, shoot them any questions you guys have on anything that we talked about today. That if it fits your macros, if you're looking to go toe to toe on a on an internet rant, mm-hmm. this man he's got the uh, he's got the answers that are going to set you straight. And again, just thank you for being a part of the podcast. And thank you, brother. It's a all pleasure. Right. Well, as always, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya.